0: This podcast is powered by E.G. Consult. The digital group is our business, our business. Hello creative influencers. My name is Mami Ifua, and I welcome you all to our podcast. In here we explore the latest trends and insights in the creative space with expectant influencers across Africa. So I urge you to subscribe and rate our podcast if you haven't done so yet and you will never miss an episode. Also, you'll be among the very first to be picked when we begin sharing our goodies and giving shoutouts. To subscribe to our pod on Spotify, just click 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 on the plus button below our logo to follow and activate your notification bell. After that, rate us with a star button. On Apple Podcast. subscribe by following us with a button on the top right corner and scroll down to rate us there. Finally, on Google Podcasts, search the Creative Lens if you don't have the link and click to subscribe. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast and for being part of our amazing community. We hope you enjoy our episodes and we look forward to hearing from you in our comment section.
1: Salut, 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 Lega. Welcome to the Creative Lens Podcast. This is your host, Kwame Atu, and I'm here again with a bang. <laughs> yeah, I'm here with a bang. So last the last episode we did part one of music publishing with done success today we are bringing you part two the part two brought in the conversation we will talk more about film and other aspects the creative industry that publishing really affects so don't go nowhere we are going to give you the conversation that you've been waiting for for the past week and we bring you part two. so stay and stay we are back just after a short musical break on the stage and the crowd can not have enough of him. <laughs> I think I'm more excited at the crowd seeing Pissi on stage. I love him so much.
2: <laughs> yeah. ah. I have another in the i some to
1: have This guy has future. He, he has, has, future. has future. Watch out for he Christian Yoga. He has
2: future. I a gentleman, I was just an army at the Soviet Union. Who's going to be coming make a dance and flat to at the same time. I don't
1: we are back. Thanks for sticking with us. Um, today, before we go into our discussion, um, we are introducing two new segments. So, we have the outside. So, we outside generally speaks about events that we have attended. So, over the weekend, we were at the Cele concert and we witnessed how the event was put together. So, I will give brief Commentary about what I saw and everything. So, the concert took place in Malam. I'm sure Mr. Drew is from Malam. So, I think I got there around 9 pm. The artists haven't been on stage yet. I I believe they came on stage around 11 pm. So, when I got to the event grounds, they were just playing. The MC was quite good. I mean, the MC was good, but I realized that he was trying to imitate Kojo Manuel with his... You know, Kojo Manuel, if you have been to events and you you know Kojo Manuel, when he comes on stage, he has a way of... He has this, are you mad? Are you mad? So that's, that's something that is a signature for Kojo Manuel. But I realized that this particular MC was using the, are you mad a lot, so... I got a bit confused if it was him, but I know Koyou so I could see that it wasn't him. But the MC was good. Like that one, I won't lie. He was very good. He was able to coordinate the show. He was able to coordinate the DJ playlist and all of that. So, And also, one thing that I loved, too, was that there were not a lot of foreign songs played maybe it has to do with the audience that were present so the event was dominated by Ghanaian music a lot of people we were actually we went there to jam now One other thing that I realized was that the upcoming artists who came to perform, they they felt like they had arrived. It's not bad to think you have arrived, but like when you come on stage and people don't know your song, you need to communicate with the audience. Communicating with the audience has to do with you trying to let the audience sing along to your song. So if they don't know the song, you just give them a chorus so that when you say a certain word and then they will respond. That was what I was expecting from them but that's not what they did. So most of the uh, upcoming artists who came on stage they didn't really pull the crowd. The one artist that I realized who was able to move the crowd was Chaka. So Chaka I didn't know it was him because I had heard his music but I didn't know that was him but he was very energetic. He was very good on stage. Although, you know, these dancehall artists, they like jumping a lot. He, but his energy was really contaminating. I mean, I felt him. And I because even the first song that he performed, I didn't know the song. But it was very good because uh, it was communicative. And he all, he was also able to, to command the crowd. I mean, Chaka was good on the night. And he even introduced his brother. I don't know if it's his brother or just someone that he was trying to put... Uh, put the limelight on but i think the guy is called machala or something i forgot his song his song too was very good but uh, in terms of performance he was okay but i think all the underground artists who came it was chaka who was able to to move the crowd and then there was fancy gadam fancy gadam came and nailed it i mean apart talking about artists that were known jay derby was there he did something he wasn't really good J deruby was there i think um this guy vanilla was also there i know Vanilla's songs so i've always had a problem with vanilla's performance because this is not the first time i'm experiencing him the first time i experienced vanilla was at Rappaholic, um x that was last year his performance was bad and this time around too it, it, it was terrible i mean he he's a gun. And Malam is a gang country, so he. I felt he he let down himself and he let down the people because he had good songs, but he wasn't able to do anything with the song. I think he was the second or third artist to come. Page and then before, also I'm I'm mentioning artists who came before the main act, which which is uh, Mr. Drew. I'll try and make it fast fast so that we wrap up and then we will go on to the next one. Now Quesia Meuga. <laughs> This guy, whenever I mention his name, I I it's like there is just fire that sparks in me. Like I love the guy so much. Like I l- I love him because um I've I've experienced rappers right, but this. Guy. When Kwesia Mewoga came on the stage, that was my first time seeing him perform on stage actually. So Kwesia Mewoga has the streets and he was able to move the crowd in such, such a ridiculous manner. I mean, when he came on stage, all those at the back started pulling and coming inside trying to see Kwesia Meuga. And I kid you not, any like whenever he was performing, you know, he's a rapper. So when he say the line... He gives it to the crowd and then they will respond. Like, he did about five songs and all this five songs had positive energy from the crowd. So for me, in terms of the upcoming artists who came on stage, I think Kusia Miuga stole the night. He stole the night. If we are going based on the upcoming artists, because he had a crowd, he had a song for it, and he had the stagemanship for the the show. Now, I think Mr. Drew came on stage around 1 a.m. He came around 1 a.m. Now he chose to go live band. That was a mistake because of the type of concert it is. It is a, an outdoor concert and we are in Ghana that I, I don't know how he was going to pull it up but I was very curious to see how he was going to do with the live band. It wasn't really it wasn't really good I, uh, the crowd were really responsive of his songs. At a point in time, a lady asked me brother. But why in the am stage? Oh, Mr. Drew. Say, ah, Mr. Drew. I'm saying, so like she didn't even know it was Mr. Drew because he was playing live band and she couldn't relate to the songs. But it's not like the songs are not popular, they are popular songs okay but he chose to play live and at a point in time he realized that the crowd were responsive to the their live so he asked live no, and the crowd said yes yempe. and they replied yes yempe. but he he was stubborn he kept playing the live also because and uh, when Mr. Drew was performing he was introducing his friends artists on stage and that was something that I liked very much because he 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 knew that he was late but there were so many artists at the backstage that he couldn't let down and for him not to be too late in coming on stage he had to just come on stage so that when he performed for some time then he would introduce some artists so he introduced a lot of artists I mean I mean Banzi Banero was there, Olive the Boy was there like yes I mean we say Ameuga. no Drew didn't introduce Amewuga. Amewuga came in way before Drew came so um, there was Creamy, there was um, King Maga, there was, there was um, Kelvin Boy, You Kelvin Boy man Boy killed it. And Bissakede, whoa. So Bissakede actually performed live. He used a live band. Like he, he killed with a live band in a, in the sense that Mr. Drew asked the audience, why is it that Mr. Um, when Bisa came with the live band you guys were jamming but when he is doing the live band you guys are not jamming but that, I think that was a, a question he could he shouldn't have asked because I mean we know Bisa Bisa is a, is a high life artist and he, he I mean Bisa in his early stage of his career people were criticizing his performances a lot but for me that was the second time I was seeing Bisa Kede perform I, I saw him the first time I saw Bisa Kede on stage was at um, DJ Quest' wedding reception that one he, he didn't play live he played um, the CD and he was exceptional so I think he has upped his game he's been he's become better with his performances I mean live performances and at the Silicon concert, he performed live no CD so he was great but I, I was getting tired so I I left around 3 a.m. I think 3 a.m. Yeah, so when I was leaving, Kechi was coming on stage. In the show, the show was good. Uh, I well, I hadn't been to a show like this for for some time because uh, I'm I'm. I'm an indoor type of person, but like you know, yo, when you are in, you are doing entertainment programs like these, you need to really explore. You need to go to these events to to have a feel. <laughs> actually, yes. So uh, that's for the Cele concert. Now let's go into our topic for the day. So I bring you part two of music publishing conversation with Don success. Hello guys, we are back once again. We had to take a short break because the conversation has become too interesting and we need to really give you the information in bit. Now done. We were on the Bisake Day. Conversation. So as I said, you let's even pretend the guy has a publisher. So your man is going to chop big one because the movie was quite huge. I Mm. kid you know the movie was quite huge. And also, I actually watched the streams on Spotify. Right, and Mm. that particular song was. I think he did two different types because there's a full song of the movie of the song. Hey, there's a full part of the song and there's a short part of the song. So Mm. on one song, your it's brutal You're like let's even let's even speak hypothetically if your man doesn't have a a publisher in this case and he was like oh okay because i was recommended by someone who is close to the producer and he didn't do the due diligence what is he losing he's
3: losing all his money because publishing publishing royalties yeah if an artist should have his mo- music being played in m- movies one two three they might be even lazy to record more music you see what pays the artists more is these publishing um royalties and the fact that they tour on concerts like big money so you see a lot of artists who are selling out um big arenas like Boy and whiskey and they don't want to stop not because they are not tired or it's not stressful it's because sicanoba, like it comes mm-hmm you understand so if he hasn't like he didn't have a publisher before doing all this he's lost big time like he's lost like i mean when i'm talking about money for publishing it's not the normal ten thousand dollar twenty thousand dollar like good money you understand Mm -hmm. so i don't know what team he has but i'm just i i'm just like i just want to believe that he had like that deal with a publisher before any agreement started because this is netflix like yeah it's a very huge platform movies are not even even there most of the time some of the good movies that we watch online and stuff sometimes we don't get it on there from africa for example so if this platform that harbors a lot of big movies premieres other artists and actresses and stuff this 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 all this inculcates into people liking to watch the movie and listen to some of the songs look i know movies that i watched and i use my shazam app and i sing the song and i go listen to it on spotify so imagine one million people watching the movie Mm -hmm. and this song came on in the movie mansa 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 and the person ah, which song is this it sounds african Let, let me shazam it the person Shazam said like 10,000, not 10,000, 100,000 people were interested in the song. And they put that song on replay at least 10 times each. That is 1 million plus streams on Spotify alone. This is like hypothetical also. Mm-hmm. And it will push more people who are aware that, oh, my favorite artist song has been played in a movie. To go and watch it so if you don't if you don't sign these things if you don't do what is necessary you've lost you've lost a, a decent amount of money True. you understand
1: so yeah. that's the title of the movie is jingle jungle and um, a christmas journey and the oh, song yeah, yeah, used yeah. was um a sale. so you know what in their compilation of the album that they released, they renamed the song into Grandpa Minier. And that was As-o. Yeah. And you see, they even own the song. Like, see, Grandpa Mini into bracket ASEO Jingle Jungle Remix.
3: No, I'm sure they've paid they've paid for that. Come on. No, they have. <laughs> like they have No, they have. I'm sure they they they, they contacted the publishers of Miss and mm-hmm. they did what is necessary. This is too far.
1: Yeah, because it has uh, One million and forty thousand three hundred seventy six streams on Spotify alone on, Spotify. on the album. Yes, on the album. That song alone. Song. It is the second highest streamed. Look so at second highest most streamed on the. This?
3: this is a though. and I'm sure there were other like indie artists like. Um, they are artists on the others. Oh,
1: sorry. Let me correct it. I think that is the fifth most streamed on the uh, album, and the al- album has twelve songs, and it's fifth. Come on. Must streamed Charlie. Come on,
2: yeah. E- that e- should e- tell
1: you. I'm, I'm sure they did what is necessary. I don't want to believe that they didn't because okay. this is too far. There is another case, with, uh, another case of publishing. Uh, there, okay. is, there is this nigerian production right uh, that was shot it's a nigerian movie that was shot in south africa the title of the movie is called Sleek now in that movie there were about two or three Ghanaian songs that were used now if you could remember when the she who, who is signed on to rough town music was making noise that her song was being played on in the movie and she wasn't aware so because of the complaint she made i don't know i remember during her run. sorry for using the word rant mm. she 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 made it known that she had already contacted the producers of the movie and netflix had to pull the movie down so for Thank some you. time bro it'll be easy Thank netflix you. had to pull the movie down and when the and- movie was pulled down i'm coming i'm giving you a story i would so when the movie was pulled down for like two two to three months the movie was not on netflix until so they sorted the whole thing out and then they brought the movie back now um uh, our own actor, who, who happens to be um, Calibos, is featured in the movie. So, and and I'm thinking that because of the presence of Calibos, that was why the Ghanaian songs were being played. I don't know. I'm just speaking hypothetically. Now, Calibos, in an interview, when being asked about this whole back and forth with the song being played and the movie being pulled down he was like our and he was trying to blame the artist right he was trying to blame the artist of not being not being like being patient and trying to Mm -hmm. like you see how we treat Ghanaian or african stuff and they will be like oh i did with yeah you fear same so like Mm -hmm. as he can no. When he said, like you know, I'm in the movie, so you should have even reached out to me so that I would speak to the producer. And Calibos was trying to let people know that the people actually made the right thing. They contacted bullets and blah, blah, blah. But then you no, know, the right permission to play the song. In the movie, mm. and this is a Ghanaian indie artist who was able to make a song, a movie being pulled down on Netflix. So this publishing thing is huge. Yes. Okay. So what? What I have a lot to say about that, but
3: okay, I would yeah. like to. Cl- I, I would like to clap for Wendy Shay. Yeah. Because it takes a lot for Netflix to take down a movie, a whole movie, because of one song that was played for like let's say even thirty seconds or forty seconds. Okay. Mm-hmm. Probably the people, the producers of the movie that did the movie, well after they reached out and they didn't get any reply from wendy and her team they probably thought let me see maybe these guys they don't know what they're about so let's just use it nothing will happen do you understand that's why mm-hmm. i said that if people won't ha- like ha- have the opportunity to use your 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 music and not pay for it they will they they actually will Calibos on the other hand is an actor so imagine calibers doing a movie and he premieres it on youtube on his twitter and his instagram and he realizes that it's on netflix mm-hmm. the person who shot the video for him Went to upload it on Netflix. How do you think Calibos will feel?
2: <laughs>
3: he didn't know about that, but it's there, mm-hmm. so he will question. you ask questions. Ah, when did this? Ah, bro, when when you put this song for there, where you know uh, this movie for there, and you didn't tell me mm-hmm. because the producer will be ma- or the person who put it, they will be making huge sums of money, and Calibos would not have anything on him. That is why when you and his team went in, in that level of aggression, mm-hmm. you understand? Yeah. So he said later, the it, it was sent back, right? It, it came yeah. back live. So yeah, because is- they did. There is an
1: article here, let me quickly... You so, okay. so i'm just pulling. okay this is a nigerian website right eelive.ng now they are saying okay. slay pulled down from netflix due to copy- copyright infringement streaming rights yeah, netflix has taken down its newly released nollywood movie slay over claims of copyright infringement now yeah. the 2021 movie had already reached number one in multiple countries before Ghanaian artist wendy she called the Slay yeah. producers out for using her song as one of the soundtracks without her permission in a tweet quote so I watched this movie last night on on Netflix and my song All For You was featured without my consent or that of my management when She mm-hmm. tweeted sharing a clip of the movie which they used as song producers of the movie Slay it is a crime to use someone's intellectual property without her consent kindly do the needful or I will see y'all in court yes. so that was her tweet and the movie was pulled down Bro, because
3: Wendy coming out to come tweet that safe. Yeah, mm-hmm. she has done what is necessary before coming. Excuse me. Okay.
1: Before, before she made
3: that tweet, this is what artists do nowadays. They don't, they don't just come and bluff on their timelines. Uh, I'll see you all in court, then later mm-hmm. go back and go and do what is necessary. No. They contact their team, their lawyers, their publishers, everybody involved. When they reach out to you people, they send you a mail. That is when the artist will come and tweet about it for people to be aware that before... When you see that this movie is no longer on Netflix, this is why.
2: Mm.
3: You understand? Yeah. So she came to tweet that to make people aware that it's because of her song and it gives her power. Next time when I'm a producer or a movie crew want to use her song in a movie, they'll reach out to her. And truthfully, it's not by force for the artist to agree to you using their song in the, the movie. Yeah. You understand? Maybe the deal you are bringing to them it's not good for them so they don't want to say that's why they are not like replying you but anyway she did she did solidly well because the movie was number 1 in many countries mm-hmm. like that is good that is good money for Wendy Sheo. if if these people reached out to her and she agreed and the song was being played all over the movie and stuff that was good money for her going to waste and somebody in his corner thinks that oh we and Caleb come Charlie nowadays the artists they are hungry they are going through a whole deal to do music shoot videos look for investors for their project only for somebody to think that because i can do what i like i should put the song in the movie and oh it's fine Uh, oh don't worry oh you give no Nowadays, anything that involves the money side of their their music, they are like them. Eye open, like them. Eye read, especially they are aware of it. If I am surprised when the she is the one who knows about this. She has done well, though, seriously.
1: Yeah, I, I had see, a conversation. Mm. This even brings me to um, one of this this question. You see, <laughs> this topic, I think we can use the whole day not exhausting. But you see, uh, already uh, my question is: so when the she doesn't have a publisher who is already done this whole thing. Like must she really come out for, for people to know that okay, her song was used. Do they even need her permission? Because she had the publishing right. So obviously when is being played in the music she'll get her money or that's not how it works um so they need her
3: permission first and some of the before when you are shooting your video the publisher doesn't know that you are shooting it in a crash somewhere and you play the song or when you are editing in your lab you put the song underneath it Mm -hmm. so when it's being released the publisher first and might send you an email that we've realized that a song is in your your movie so do what is necessary You should have reached out to S before agreeing to push it out. So, first hand, the the movie people they they don't need to necessarily reach out to Wendy directly. But when they do, Wendy and her team will direct them. To the publisher to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. If Wendy that didn't have a publisher before they put the song in there, Wendy can go back and go and register the, the song under a publisher for them mm-hmm. for the for, for what is necessary to be done afterwards. Do mm-hmm. you understand? Probably yeah. she didn't when the song when the video was released, somebody prompted her. And this is a hypothetical situation. Someone yeah. prompted, Hey, Charlie, then play your song for this the all-for-you song. Yeah, and play them. Then within a few days, three, four, five to six days, she went back and did a deal and explained to the publisher that I've had my song in this move this is why I'm doing this deal and afterwards you have to go and reach out to them and tell them that they need to come and have a conversation with you so that we can end what is due me and that is, maybe that is what happened mm-hmm. you understand so the, as I said these movie DJs if they have the chance they will use a song to get whatever clout, um they, they need to get for the song so imagine these movies having a crop of eye, African artists and their song maybe you have um, Remus Charm in there you have um, Benna Boys Big 7 in there um, you have um, kid All Loveless Ego One of the songs Davido You have Sarko, yes, Maybe Non-Living Thing mm-hmm. You have Black Oats, um, friends, um, Soja In Soja Like in the whole movie African artists Dancing all around And you didn't reach out To any of them And all of them Were naive About mm-hmm. publishing So they didn't mm-hmm. sue you They didn't do anything to you You are going to get All the fan bases Or people who love these artists To come and buy And watch the movie sure. And you'll get all the money Into your pocket And the artists Will not get anything And they, the fans Can't do anything about it. I me mean, if I hear see, Sarko Day's song has been featured in the movie, it happened once. Sarko Hand to mouth, one series yeah. called Ice some something. I went to look for the movie and I watched it. Sharp. I was happy for my man. Whether or not Sark did the right thing, I don't know and I can't do anything about it if he didn't. Do you understand? Yeah. So it's dependent on the artist to make sure that when they are aware that their songs are being featured in these movies or this played in these concerts they need they they need to get what we call um excuse me. they need to get what is called mechanical royalties and this is collected by the mechanical collection society connected to the publisher you understand mm-hmm. so there are people that the these people uh, the publishers work with in order to get all these metrics and get the money for the artist so wow. if you if you go sleep if you go sleep as a songwriter after you drop your song and you promoted it and um you realize you were lucky enough for your song by mistake look by mistake like the same thing happened to what's his name um obrafos killer cut killer cut you understand like yeah. i don't want to talk too much about that but he realized that he allowed look they reached out to him probably he wasn't interested in giving the rights to them to do to use mm-hmm. for the song, and probably they went behind. They went to search, and they realized that oh, this is an like old artist in Ghana that's probably he doesn't know it Okay, let, let's use it, and they did, and they are, and he allowed the song to be a little viral for some time before he reached out because that time I hit too late. Even mm-hmm. if you remove the song from the the the, the sample of the song, because um, publishing also deals with sampling. Mm-hmm. If if you decide to now remove this, the the song on all DSP, you still have to pay the artist because he would he would be suing your ass by then. Do you understand? Yeah. Yeah. So the artists, some of them are intentionally petty because they all want money. Sometimes they don't want you to do the right thing. You understand? Mm, because it yeah. will give them
1: less money anyways. You get But me. why would Calibus be disappointed by, by what's going he say? Why would he because, be disappointed?
3: Because he's not knowledgeable about it. You see the example I gave about what... He, he has a YouTube uh, series with Ahonfa yeah. uh, Patrick. Imagine me going to download all those movies and I have somebody at Netflix and I send it to him. I was like, oh, I shot the video. I edited it. Or oh, this is me and Calibos when we are shooting the video. He go vex. He go vex. So he doesn't understand the side that side of the music. That is why he's saying what he likes. If it oh. affected him, it's only affecting him because the movie was taken down. And he featured in the movie. That is yes. That is the only reason why he's complaining. Forgetting that somebody's somebody's bread is also going down. Meanwhile, you've collected your own. Mm. When I collect my own, you say no. You say no.
2: Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. It's
3: a it's a really dicey topic. If the whole industry is not aware of these things, they can even have fights. It can be that Calibos would dislike Wendy from that point to the oh, rest I'm of
1: sure time. because uh, there is there is uh, uh, there is an interview he granted to Sammy Flex. I'll play it. Um, in the course of the uh, podcast, but he 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 sort of expressed uh, his bitterness, uh, his disappointment generally, and he seemed not too happy about the whole thing. He was thinking when she was trying to pool, a Ghana man who is trying to do well. But I mean, how, why would you even think that way, bro? We are in the same entertainment industry. Like, as he calibrated, he's a musician, he's done a couple of songs that are out. So, mm-hmm. if an artist knows the terrain he or she is in, and he or she feels that um, the right thing wasn't done, why would you fault the artist? Why should he or why should she reach out to you? Are you the producer? You are not the producer, bro. So, it means mm-hmm. that if you calibrated were not in the movie and the song was being played then that one they you know you vex. it will be okay sometimes we, we need to also try to be another brother's keeper you need to mm. understand from where when the shade is coming from okay mm. you have been featured in the movie and probably the song was played because you recommended we don't know well you have recommended it that's fine but you need to also understand the copyright in, in, uh, the copyright uh, involvement in the whole master but you don't have to express your your, your, your disappointment, uh, next, yeah. Your is this one is even his naivety that is it's not disappointing, he's just naive. Do mm, you get that's it? what I said? Ah, he's naive, and, actually. Yes. Anyway, so, um, me, I want to know apart from musicians, me, I know that writers also have publishing rights, right? Yes, now we are podcasters. What do we need publishing deals to do? We need to have publishing because Charlie, imagine,
3: imagine, imagine Spotify in their next episode. About publishing in Africa, okay, mm-hmm. and they featured what conversation we are having on this podcast on yeah. that episode. Do you do you understand where I'm sending your level? Yeah, to? yeah. Because they want to, they want to reach out. Oh, they want yeah. to reach out to their artists in Africa of what publishing is and examples of publishing issues as an episode to educate them. And they use our podcast mm-hmm. without your knowledge. They are going to make big money from that, and you are not aware. You understand? Wow. So if you if you have a potential, if you have a potential and you realize that what conversations you are having online is is going to be used for something big. Bro, sign a publishing deal. Your podcast is on Spotify, bro. It's music to somebody's ears. Charlie it's music to someone someone will be listening to this on his way to work when I'm going to work I spend at least one hour to work probably today when I'm going to work I want to listen to this podcast from start to finish as I'm going mm-hmm. do you understand so yeah. everybody that puts his song out and ends royalties on its songwriters writers podcasters everybody needs to sign a publishing deal for their content so
1: yeah. um, so um, we are trying to educate our listeners and we are trying to educate content creators in general um, you yeah. see no matter how you see it. Publishing is something that is still new in our part of the world, right? And yeah. I'm I believe strongly that there are a whole lot of content producers who are putting out their content on the internet and they've not protected their content. Mm-hmm. What what are the steps and which which uh publishing company can you even recommend them to to sign with?
3: Yeah, so um you can do your Googles and search which publishing companies is available to you and more flexible to you. So when it's flexible, you know it's like the distribution companies there are people who are who um work with d because of digital services. It's the same with Publishing as well. So I can't recommend publishers for anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, we made mention of um, TT signing to Sony. Someone else in his corner also signed with another person. You understand? It will be on you, the person that you want to protect your content, to search and look into what's the service that they will provide to you and if it's okay you read through the contracts you you do what is necessary you sign up you you pay for whatever that you need to pay f- for to protect your content so that is all i can say i would i would make a better explainer because what we, we are having a conversation about publishing but i mm-hmm. know people will still be asking a lot of questions after this of course will
1: i'll questions. try
3: as much as possible to make a better explainer of it
1: and what's the entail uh-huh. so uh <laughs> literally uh the question yeah I get plenty but we need to we need to really wrap up now um mm-hmm. before we wrap up i remember when i was i was trying to um start my podcast this particular podcast i made research about copyright infringement playing songs and all of that bro there is a hand aha this question was in my head i had wanted to ask you radio radio like radio shows okay mm. that are being used for podcast purposes and that there uh, these are shows that are on spotify on apple podcast google podcast blah 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 they play music so as a podcaster i know that we don't have the right to play music i know we don't have the right to play music now if you are using uh, spotify to distribute your your podcast you need to have you need to be in the u.s to be qualified to use the uh, the, uh, spotify music recording so that you can Mm. play music but if you are in africa or in this part of the region you don't have the right now Mm. i listen to certain entertainment podcasts in ghana and they play music consistently i reached out to one of the biggest one of the biggest podcasters in ghana here I won't mention the name and the person really gave me a background um how he he did he does his whole thing and how he plays music in his on his podcast and yeah. he was like before you play the song you need to let the artist be aware yeah and the artist should give you his go-ahead before. and i also know that the artist can give you go-ahead all right but if even if the artist gives you go ahead and he has a publishing deal the publisher can let can make your show go down right yeah hmm. so how do these radio stations how are they able to play song and still have their radio shows being featured as podcast and they are still being on air
3: okay so you see the one that you said he reached out to the artists and they had an agreement mm-hmm. and let's say the when they podcast was out the publisher reached out for it to be taken down what will help the person the podcaster is having an agreement like a signed one with Mm -hmm. the artist that i want to have your song on this podcast whatever agreement they agree on it should be signed so that in the because maybe the publisher didn't know of this personal agreement with the artist and took the song down and stuff so for it to be to come back live on Wherever he distributed the podcast, that agreement will satisfy him the right to put it back. Okay. Now you made mention of the radio and blah blah blah. You realize that, for example, hits yeah. when they are streaming, they are having an interview with an artist, and it's time for them to play a song. When you are watching the live, they give a notice that this. Yes. Yes. So on the radio, everybody, everyone else in the world is listening to it, mm-hmm. but online, where it can be monetized, that can give value to them online and can be measured. They are not going to play it there. Do you understand? yeah so sometimes they can play it wherever maybe they can play it on even the facebook live okay and nobody will reach out to them mm-hmm. maybe the artist himself looks at the thing and like oh them play myself right their their platform is not that big for me to get money from this. so it's not necessary mm-hmm. i mean we have artists in ghana who are signed to gamro and they are being paid 500 CDs. And they don't do too much to complain and stuff. How much more a podcast in the corner somewhere that the whole world might not be listening to? Do you understand? So sometimes it's here and there. If the artist should realize that, look, this platform is a very huge platform and they didn't do the right thing bro they'll come for you you don't have to even invite them they will come for you because that's money for them you understand so that's so it would on be... the
1: artist side yes
3: so it would be in the best interest of the podcaster who is like you for example mm-hmm. that you want to as we are talking about this there is a song that goes um, with the with the conversation yeah, uh, like this song <laughs> maybe you want to feature yeah, it that song. That. yes maybe you want to feature it into that you have mm-hmm. to reach out to the people that oh I'll use this song because it's funny and it goes with the conversation please can I get a sign Agreement. Oh okay, okay, sure. Send you an OI. You certify that so Mr. Gabra on his social episode with this person to use at this time to this time, like specific. So Mm -hmm. So that when you go to court, you know you have the publishers, the publisher didn't give you the rights, but the artist did. So, okay, okay, okay. If you had a conversation with the artist, that's fine. That's my client. So it's cool.
1: You had an agreement. Then let's move. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Actually, the publishing conversation is is quite interesting. Very. Um, So um, what I know is that, I remember I had a meeting with one of these media companies and mm. he was saying that one of the reasons why they are and these are backdoor conversations you mm. see for you to even do an online radio you you need a certain line thing. Yeah, and that license actually protects you from playing music across you get mm. it so if you don't have that particular line thing, your online radio will be shut down and podcast is, is like a pre-recorded online radio mm. so I'm thinking that is because they have that particular line. that is why this big media house is able to run a show like that and still not be bothered because mm. then as an artist, if you are going to complain, you know this is a radio station and the radio station have a podcast. So if you are going to complain, they have the lines. No, it is now up to your the um, publisher to track and just collect your royalties for you. So mm. I believe yeah. that is what they are doing. Because if that's not the case, then in Ghana here we are infringing on rights. Mm. And I know we do a lot. And yes, I want artists to also really involve themselves in this podcast business because bro me i need to be frank with you my target is not a ghana market and mm. because i have started as you know sometimes you need to really capture your people first before you go uh, to the next place. yeah and that was that's one of the reasons why i always want to keep this podcast strictly english so that you can appeal to more people you get it Yeah, man. now so just imagine this podcast become worldwide because I, I kid you know, the emails I receive from, from other uh, companies who are trying to put me on. I, mm-hmm. So just imagine this thing becomes big. And then uh, a Ghanaian artist, you are, you are not even aware of the podcast trend and the type of music we play. And you are losing mm-hmm. out. I mean, this conversation must be hard. <laughs> On this side, on this side of the bro,
3: I did tire pass. You see? <laughs> as, they, as I'm working with Dito, yeah, a, I'm supposed. Most people shouldn't even know that I'm working with Dito. Mm-hmm. Like most of my bosses, most people don't know that they are working with Dito. Not because they don't want people to know, but because on their side of where they are working, people get it mm-hmm. that oh, this is what Dito does, and oh, we need to do this as artists. This that is why I started my own podcast as well. That is why mm-hmm. I've been having like Thursday spaces at least twice every month to educate artists. Add tire pass. The littlest thing you have to explain to the artist that. No, this cover art, the dimension is wrong. You are supposed to do it 30 by 30 pixels. Okay, go to Photoshop, paste your cover art there, go on this side, click, change the dimension, blah, blah, blah. You have to explain it on every level because artists down here, as you said, you see, that is the mentality of ours that we feel the artist needs to only fully focus on the art and that is a problem. Now, me na me break, because when I'm behind my screen and I'm passing lyrics of artists for Apple music and spotify and i realized that the way the person has aligned it there are comments everywhere he has not um probably uh, uh capitalized it and it's no stanzas. he did it all in caps i have to come back online excuse me now i have to come back online and tell the artist that look this is what you you don't need to do you have to do it like this because if i don't i'll come back to work on monday and i'll have three thousand releases of that same sort and i mean i may break Mm-hmm. Do you understand? That is just the the, the least um, example I can make. So if you don't educate podcasters, artists, like everybody, dances and whatever, today, uh, what's his name? SDK mm-hmm. released the skits again. And he did that his freestyle he did it for the first one. Cameraman. With, Cam- yeah, with the I remember reggae. when he released, yes, yeah, with the reggae guy, the Bobo Mali, or whatever. Yeah. The first time he did a skit like that, I quoted his, his tweet and people were bashing me that I was being too serious with it. I was like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? I I told him that you, oh, if this if you have rights to the beats, the production and everything, the songs and everything the lyrics are yours register for a distribution platform and upload the song and make money off it and I even later realized that he used some sound effects from boondocks I don't know if you watched that cartoon before boondocks no no oh it's a funny cartoon like and stuff you can go and check it out they used one uh, uh, soundtrack uh, they sampled it in the beat of the song so they had to go back and go and ask for permission before uploading a song on these DSPs Mm -hmm. before I knew a week later SDK put the song out was on live on TikTok and he had a challenge and all that and he's done it again this is not a musician though he's not a musician he's fooling Mm -hmm. around imagine cameraman was being played in the next premiere which featured idris elba uh jamie fox and the title of the movie was the cameraman bro and part of part of (laughs) the movie they use this like you people, you're in ghana so sorry to my Ghanaian people but you're in ghana so you are thinking ghanianish but if you think outside the box and how people out there can use your content for what they like, you'll not be sitting down and doing things you like or um, th- things that are available to you. Publishing, then <laughs> publishing Look, I had to create I had to create a whole space and educate artists yeah, on why yeah, why their song needs to be on Spotify. God why, I mean. like, why do I need to explain that to you? Why I did <laughs> do you understand? Bro, it's Bro, it's, 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 it's fucking it's, it's freaking sad on this side, Maybe. like the amount of content that is going to waste the amount of please, money that is please, it's crazy please. it's crazy not just the the littlest artists or the upcoming artists that you know which we all know they might be naive because they are now coming established artists who are in 20 years in the industry crap imagine Obra team not making this a legal case some of us will not learn about true. what advice yeah, true. Me, I some love of the that. artists will not be some of the artists will not even even care now they are involved They now they care they mm. had a the whole space and they were explaining and what's his name Manche Manche Ewa also came online. Sorry. He was typing, plenty. he was explaining his side of the story. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So, everything is a learning process for the art. Everybody, every not the artist, you the podcaster alone. maybe tomorrow in the next five years, you'd have one big artist that you realize you know, potential artist that will be big very soon. And you want to manage the artist because you know Don and you know Kali J and you know, let's say, some videographers like, um, what's his name, uh, not production and or oh, some TV station. So, you like can K-tunes. plug your music, K Tunes, and all of that. You can do all of that for. The person, so okay, I'm signing you. Okay, now when you release this song, is it's a banger. I think it can go everywhere. Then you sit down and just release the song on Audioma. And four years later, you realize that the song was being premiered in the movie. Because when Obrafor dropped that song, Killer Cat, who knew that it was this year that that song would be sampled
1: Talent. if he didn't do the right thing. Do you Talent. understand? Just imagine, just imagine. Child.
3: Yeah, man. Look, one of the artists that I will never like underrate two, actually, is Obra and his team and uh, what's his name the guy the man uh, Rocky Dawuni mm-hmm. hey, yeah uh, bro
1: bro these guys know, know their he shit know, he, he know the joke oh, that guy know Hama, the joke.
3: yes that guy knows his shit. so if he's doing something he understands what he's doing you understand mm-hmm. so Charlie me maybe it's, it's I don't know if this is my calling, but I it found me in, along the way. I was just doing my thing, and it found and me And you are doing more. well but in it, Charlie. You I'm trying, bro.
1: Well. I'm I'm trying as
3: much as possible to make because it for you to idea.
1: even create a podcast just for to reach publishing. Hey, bro, Charlie, <laughs> to create. A they watch it
3: and ignore. They will think I talk too much. You see, but you see that is why I never. They will worked. come back
1: to you when they they are in trouble. That is my problem. They like they like that thing should happen before then you find a cure. They won't cure it before. It's sad though. Like it's it's very
3: it's very sad because I don't know what I me. Mean, I'll just do my part though. I can't do everything. I'll do what I can. Sure.
1: Yeah, Charlie. Mm. You very you 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 are not a desire, You are just trying your best, Charlie. Charlie, and you are
3: doing you are doing so as well, Charlie. I'm so proud of you. I've listened to a couple of you, but all I'm all I was saying is like Charlie keep on I've been listening to your your podcast and stuff you're doing solid stuff and this the sky is 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 it's not even the
1: limits it's a stepping stone to the limits so keep on bro and um, Charlie thanks thanks so what would be your last words to our uh, listeners Charlie this publishing thing you what would be your last words so that we can bring this this conversation yeah so we've had more than an hour conversation
3: about this publishing what I can say to listeners out everybody that will be listening to this is that they need to pay attention to the things that bring them money they, everything that they are going to be aware that will bring them money they should pay attention to it they should do their googles they should um, go online search ask questions not even online there are people that are knowledgeable about these things than I am i or i i do and you need to have conversations with those people the same way when you are going to have an interview you need to speak with people to help coach you on how to have interviews it's the same with these things as well ask questions do your your diggings listen well before you put anything out now because ah charlie i know people who have one hit one this and they don't do the right thing and they lose a whole amount of money and their careers don't lift off so imagine if they did the right thing they will have a lot of money and will not bother that they are no more big again you understand yeah, yeah, so you don't know what will blow like this guy. What's his name? Um, Kelvin boy, he made mm-hmm. mention of two songs that he spent heavy budget on one, and the other one he didn't care, it was just just a song. And that one gave him his biggest hit ever in his life. That's what my head, my head. He did for my head. That was the one that he did. He said he the video said he did, he didn't even plan to do a video for it. Like, that where the, the up, video
1: being, yeah,
3: yeah. 'Cause he didn't know that it would blow up. Now it did. Everybody is doing this the people didn't even care about the video again because the song was so nice. They were stuck with the, the song. They were mm-hmm. listening to it. They were doing their challenges. They were posting it on TikTok. They were using it to promote their businesses. Do you understand? Yeah. So that's that's it. If you don't if you don't take care, care will take care of you.
1: I'll tell you. <laughs> Charlie, thanks, 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 thanks for gracing our invitation. Where yes, thanks invited. for having me. Yeah. Um guys, so uh, we had Don Success on our pod Don uh, Success will be a recurring member of this podcast because We have so many to talk about. Today, we tackled publishing. One day, we will talk about distribution, and we have other industry matters that we will will be talking about. But today, we talked about publishing. I hope each and every one of you has learned something or two. I, myself, I had to. I learned things, so I'm going to use it to serve uh, my own purpose. And so, uh, so on this note, I would like to say thank you to everyone who tuned in and follow this podcast, subscribe. And then send in your comment, send in your questions. Okay, maybe we'll treat your questions next time. So this has been your host. My name is Ka. Catch me on the next episode. Bye-bye.
2: I'm When I say I am a boss of a this podcast is powered by EG the the digital i
0: It's our business. Our
2: business.